Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies, movies, movies. Each episode is about, of course, a specific movie, but we'll introduce that one in a little bit. First, I want to uh, I want to invite you to join the fan vote, which happens during Tay's episode. You can get your movie recommendations in, and your movie could show up on the next fan vote, just like Fellow. Fellow recommended a movie for the next fan vote, and he gets in there first time since it's a new movie. Pretty, pretty spicy. Uh, if you want to recommend a movie, just head over to um, the YouTube channel and comment on the latest episode of Film Freaks with a Z. Or send us an email at ff.filmfreakswithaz at the end at gmail.com. Or you can talk to us in the Discord, uh, the movie stuff section of my Discord, uh, the Ferret Nation. And you can recommend a movie there as well. Before we introduce the movie, though, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. I am Yemi the Ferret. Who am I here with? Greedy Waffles. Amation. And Just Kellis. All right, so because this episode you know has a theme to it, I just want to know what's everyone's uh, favorite Hogwarts house. Hogwarts house. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, both Floor of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and the Harry Potter uh, Sorcerer's Stone are both twenty years old. Well, now they're a little bit more than twenty years old at this point, but they just they both had their twentieth anniversary uh, last year, which is. Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy to think that both those movies came out on like in the same year. You know, yeah. What's what's so funny is that uh, while I was watching Lord of the Rings, like it was in the beginning, and my mom walked in and she was like, "Oh, is this uh, Harry Potter?" <laughs> <laughs> so my joke is meta, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> didn't even know it. Um, I still can't believe twenty years ago, because like, damn. <laughs> so. Well, oh, yeah, like growing up, it was just like, you know, oh, do you watch Harry Potter? I was like, no, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I was opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was both. Yeah, I watched both. I watched the Harry Potter up until like uh, the like seventh movie or something like that. It was yeah. I, I watched up until the one where they had like the um, Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, the no. fifth. Oh, that was a fifth. OK, so fifth one now. Yeah. No, fourth. I've only seen the first two. <laughs> That's it. See, I didn't care. Like, when the first two came out, I hadn't read Harry Potter or anything. I didn't care. I was definitely Lord of the Rings. But And then I, I had a girlfriend at the time who made me read. Well, we made a bet. Like, if she read a book of, of my choice, I'd read the book of her choice. And she had me read Harry Potter. And I liked it. So what I was ended the, up... What was the book you made her read? Uh, she never read it, but it was uh, uh, a little time. <laughs> well, no wonder you're not together anymore. <laughs> right yeah well um, like this was in high school so let's have greedy waffles introduce the movie so we can get into the discussion fully okay, um, so well well you can get into that i'm gonna restart my discord real quick because everyone's is sounds distorted now so just continue and i'll be right back okay <laughs> i guess i should have checked with callus first before he moved on i apologize uh greedy <laughs> go ahead and introduce the movie while he does that all right, so obviously, if you haven't picked it up yet, uh, the movie I chose is Lord of the Rings, the very first one, The Fellowship of the Ring. It came out in 2001, and it is directed by Peter Jackson, and it's based off a novel, The Fellowship of the Ring, by J.R.R. Tolkien. And what's it about? Well, if you don't know what it's about, it's a meek hobbit from the Shire, and eight companions set out on a journey to destroy the powerful One Ring and save Middle-earth from the Dark Lord Sauron. 
So who's who are some of the stars in there? Well, there's a lot. <laughs> Elijah Wood, he plays uh, Frodo. Ian McKellen, who plays Gandalf. Orlando Bloom, that plays Legolas. Uh, Sean Bean plays Boromir. Boromir, um, however you want to say it. Sean Aston, Sam, Salah Baker, Sauron, and a bunch more. Um, <laughs> uh, Christopher Lloyd plays uh, Gandalf. Or not Gandalf. Uh, Sauron. Sauron, yes. Wait, did you say Christopher Lloyd? It was no, Christopher it's Christopher Lee. Lee. Sorry, Christopher Lee, Lee. Lee. Oh, plays yeah. Sauron. Lee, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Sorry, I wait. scrolled way past his name too fast. <laughs> <laughs> like Christopher Lloyd is not in this movie that I know of. Yeah, don't yeah, forget uh, Dominic Morgan uh, Monaghan, who played Mary, and Billy Boyd, who played Pippin. Mm-hmm. Gotta get yep. the main people in there at least. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. at least, at least. And Lawrence uh, Macro, who played. Oh, Bruce. and, and uh, <laughs> you know, Lit. recently Lit. past uh, Ian Holm um, was was Bilbo in in this oh, trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kate oh, Winslet, um, Liv Tyler, Andy Circus, Gollum, who's not Andy really in the Circus, movie, yeah. but you know. Right, this whole podcast is just going to be us listening, uh, listening <laughs> off the to names. Yeah. Peter yeah. Jackson was an extra, also directed <laughs> it. Yeah. Did anyone mention Viggo Mortensen, who played Aragorn? I don't think uh, he no, came up yet. yet. No, no, no. See, See? well, yeah, there you go. Money. Yeah, we can't <laughs> miss. Right, we uh, can't miss out on the most handsome actor in the group. <laughs> I already said Orlando Bloom. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Anyway, a battle going on here. Uh, Aragorn yeah. versus Legolas uh, in the comments. Who's Let's hotter? Uh, Gimli, uh, obviously. <laughs> Gimli, yeah. Gimli wins, yep. I don't know, man. Gandalf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to start this conversation off. Um, so I know we all seen this movie like in the past. Um, what are some of the things that like, like watching this movie, like caught your attention that like didn't before? Like did anything like you forget about any parts or is there like an any like oopsies you caught before or what's this your overall like so i mean there was a few things one i caught like a weird visual effects thing that didn't like i had never noticed before and it was something super small and minor but just it wasn't even a green screen it was like it was was cgi Right. No, it was one of the Nazgul was like chasing Frodo, and in one scene, like he was in the darkness, and I guess the way it was lit, I'm thinking they could, you could see the writer's face, so they just like masked it out, but it made it like pure black, so he just had this pure black spot in his face, while nothing else in the scene was pure black, so it just stood out a little bit, but it also might have been I, intentional. I don't know. I didn't notice that. Yeah, like I said, it was it it was like a blink and you miss it. It was like for half a second, and I but I noticed it because I was just like, "What was that?" Do you have like a OLED TV? No, I was watching it on my uh, computer monitor. Ah, okay. Yeah, I have an OLED, and I didn't notice that. So maybe it, the smart AI on my TV filled it in or something. Who knows? Yeah, I I, I would say back to Greedy's uh, uh, question. Um, there's uh, a few scenes in the Mines of Moria. When I was a kid, obviously I wouldn't notice it, but there's like some sweeping shots where you see like the whole area, and you can tell that the actors are kind of running across like a greener green screen or something like that because they didn't actually build that 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 whole hall. Maybe they built like a few things in there, but yeah, you could tell like you know, especially when like there's hordes of like goblins or orcs or something like that when they have to like kind of like copy paste models and stuff. And th- those are so minor though that I, I really don't 
take yeah. away anything from the movie, but you know, there are things that you notice now. It's like, oh, you know, Gollum looks a little bit different. You know, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gollum yeah. like always has looked different in this movie because you only see his hands for a little bit. Yeah, you see and... a little bit of his face in the in the mines. Yeah, and it's never looked like as good as it does in the next two movies. Right. One thing so. that I noticed with the uh, green screen, at least I thought it was a green screen, is when they first set out on their sail, uh, they get to, like, the mountains, I guess, and, like, all coming over, like, a rock, like, a pathway. With, there's a rock, and it just looked like the way they were coming over, like, that hill rock area, it's very early, and it just looked like it looked like a green screen behind them. It was probably it wasn't it was probably more of a like a matte painting, you know, digital matte painting. And it just didn't quite blend perfectly. Yeah, but it was like most... one of those where it showed them like each one by one coming over. It's just like, oh, that looked kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what scene you're talking about, but I do know that they they shot most of this movie on location in like uh, New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand, yes, New Zealand. But uh, but I, I'm, I'm just, I mean, they did like add a... some things, in, you know, digitally in there to make it look a little bit more grandiose. And obviously, yeah, yeah you got edit out like maybe for like a building or something's there. Yeah, I mean, all of yeah, the no. ruins that that was, you know, those were matte paintings. I did notice that, too, where like some of the backgrounds, you know, definitely were like, you know, paintings. And also like when, when they were in like in the mines of Moria, there's some scenes where like... You know, when the actors are like in very dangerous situations, I did notice that some of the scenes were just them as CGI. Yeah, I know them crossing the bridge is all CGI. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a little bit noticeable, that's for sure. Yeah. I didn't notice, like I hadn't, you know, as a kid, I didn't really notice it, but I knew that like, you know, they had stunt doubles that were, you know, the shorter, you know, shorter people to play the hobbits and dwarfs for the faraway scenes. Um. And there was a few times this watch through that I actually could really tell it was, you know, one the stand-ins, like the face, like you get a bit of glimpse of their face and it's just not quite right. But that's very minor. And yeah, it's guess... only because I was kind of looking for it, because like I said, I know they were all. Well, yeah, if you're looking for it, then you're going to notice it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't yeah. looking yeah. for those things. So like, even though I knew it was a stand-in for the faraway shot, I didn't really notice that it wasn't. Frodo until I thought about it, you know, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. not, that's not Elijah Wood. Yeah. But no, it wasn't like, su it wasn't super noticeable. The one scene that was really kind of stood out was, um, when they're in the snow, like climbing the mountains and Frodo falls and the ring falls off him. So there's a shot of Boromir and Frodo. And then the background, you see just most of the people, but they're kind of like, you know, the rest of the fellowship, but they're kind of blurred out. Yeah. But just, I don't know which Hobbit stand in it was. Just one of them just like had a more square head. <laughs> like, you just oh, really? can tell Blurred Eyes, like, that's not any of them. <laughs> but again, it was, it's minor, small, and I just kind of was looking for it. So, you know, I guess I'm, I'm going to switch to a more of a positive. One of the things that I didn't notice when I originally watched these movies, but learned later in like the special features was how they use perspective to make Gandalf look so big yeah. in Hobbiton. And now that I know how the tricks are used, it still doesn't take the magic away. Like it still, no, looks, it still looks really amazing. great. <laughs> like yeah. you couldn't even tell it like, because the table he's sitting at for when he's having tea with Bilbo is actually two separate pieces, but you can't even tell that it's two separate pieces. It just looks so natural. Yeah. Well, that's, Pretty I cool. mean, a lot of movies, especially older movies, 
use perspective to do pull off their tricks and stuff and it looks always so much better than crappy cgi well, yeah exactly <laughs> like if you have really good cgi yeah you can pull it off but but most people don't have like you know it starts getting that uncanny valley look and but the perspective thing you can just do some crazy stuff that just you go oh i didn't even realize that yeah that was two two pieces of that table and they're actually like 30 feet apart yeah <laughs> yeah right. the one one scene that i i took note of that i i thought looked great you know in my mind is uh when uh spoiler when <laughs> gandalf dies quote unquote he Wait, falls what? down and uh <laughs> and like you know everyone's crying and frodo's trying to go to him but you know the um, what's his name uh boromir grabs onto him and like he hasn't picked up like a child and you know you see frodo's face turn around and and you know it looks like a it looks like he's you know has a child in his arms but you can yeah. see frodo's face clearly and i was like okay yeah that scene actually looks looks great mm-hmm. yeah he actually looks like a hobbit there yeah which and that might have just been like a face swap thing, or just they, been. like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how they would have done that one. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of little things like that that you're just like, ah, man, they put so much care into this movie. Also, speaking of that scene, um, damn, does the Balrog still look cool? Like, yes, uh, yes, <laughs> that CG did not age at all. Like, that still yeah. looks amazing. It's because yeah, it was I, dark. Well, yeah, yeah, it's dark, but even he, he's just lit. Like he lit, lights up he's the fire. Lit. And, yeah. <laughs> he's lit. That's one, how the term came. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that kind of bugs me about that scene, and it's, it's not like the, how the movie did it. This is like you know how it was written in the book, is Gandalf hanging on this edge, but the Balrog is like not holding on to him. So it's like he's just sitting there. It's like no, they have time. They could go over and pick him up. <laughs> Definitely yeah. could have. <laughs> yeah, I actually was gonna comment that I was like, "Why don't they like he hold on?" And but you know, as we find out later in the movies, we will. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, they I just feel to like find... it would have been better if like he was holding on, and then like the bridge broke underneath him, and then he fell or something like. Besides him just letting go and going, "Nah." Well, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he wanted to fall uh, in the yeah. first place. Yeah. That's the that's the whole reason why he let everyone else go first. That's the whole reason why. He stood back and, you know, maybe, yeah, he was like, oh, I defeated the Balrog. You know, he falls down. He can just forget about it. But I think he wanted to fall off there if if it came to that. Because it was kind of alluded to throughout a lot of the movie. Yeah. Well, he knew, I think he knew he had to, that had to happen. But, like, after he knocks it down, he turns and he's just like, I did it. And then, oh, no, I've been grabbed. And then... I'm not grabbed and I'm just holding on and you guys could pull me up, but don't. Well, don't and also at that point, you, you uh, they already had like goblin arrows flying at them, right? If yeah, you remember, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. uh, during a slow-mo scene. They had like these, the goblin Too arrows right. shooting at yeah. them. Yeah. So, you know, obviously the goblin horde was catching up after the Balrog was gone. All I'm going to say is I'm glad he held on a little bit longer so that he can say the best line in the movie. Yeah. Why, you fools? <laughs> yes. Actually, I always thought yeah, it was I actually, cool. Yeah, well, I actually um, I didn't know that he said that that line twice. He says it in the uh, in the great dwarf hallway when they're running, and then he says it uh, you know on the bridge too. I, I never noticed that he said the the line twice in the movie. He doesn't say it exactly though, does he? Mm-hmm. He says "fly, fly, fools," and he, you know, go. You know. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. See, everyone always says that like when he says "fly, you fools" before he falls, he's just telling them, "Hey, 
Use the eagles! <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. Um, yeah, let's back, back it up a little bit. Um, what do you guys think about the whole, like, Nascal chase and a little... I know, uh, you know, it's a little... I don't want to say, like, force, but I don't want to say force. I, I forget the term I'm looking for, but, you know, those Nascals should have found Frodo and killed all of them easily. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other scene that stands out, Nazgul chasing, is when he's on the horse with Arwen. And it's the same kind of thing is they're just like keep trying to block her, but it's like they're not they're not pulling out their swords. They're not swiping at her. It's like we've seen them kill somebody from horseback. Why aren't they doing those tactics? Yeah, and then and also like when there's five of them like fighting Aragorn and Aragorn somehow like is able to defeat a, a one and five. Well, that's because he's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that I don't mind. Well, he he was able to light like two on fire with one blow and then right but they come back so i thought they were dead then but... yeah but nope water's their kryptonite <laughs> well they oh, also they, they also come back from the water too they yeah yeah they're but that that's not that's in the next not movie, so... yeah, yeah they can't die except for by and they're not living yeah they're not dead but they're not living so they have weaknesses but they don't kill the weaknesses don't kill them yeah they're taking a nap because yeah. <laughs> fire is also, I believe, if I remember it from the books, is one of their weaknesses. It's fire and water. That's a lot of weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, about so. two. Yeah, two. You know, it's like I two, those... two out of four elements. <laughs> yeah, I guess what? How many we have? All of them. <laughs> okay, maybe not air. Although if we get too much air, Earth? we do pass out. Earth can crush us easily. Oh, that's just. Wait. <laughs> nah, I mean, it could bury you. <laughs> I don't know. We can be weak to it. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to point out, which I kind of, I, I don't want to say I laugh, but I, it's kind of a nitpick, is how did that horse or that pony, I'm sorry, survive that mountain? Like, <laughs> unless they found it after the mountain, unless I'm like remembering wrong, but no, they had they the pony from the Shire. Yeah, so it went Bill. on the mountain, got snowed on, and then it they they, they sent it home yeah. at uh, the what the mine of the Moria door. Yeah, they 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 dug it out of the snow and then went, come Bill, come to the mines with us, even though we're going to send you away. <laughs> yeah, but he was, I mean, he was carrying some things, so you know, makes the you know makes the journey to the mines a little easier. Speaking of the mines, so this one has always been like a nitpick of mine even from like when i saw this in high school originally in theaters is they open the mines a dwarven mine with an elven word when dwarves don't like elves i guess i never thought of that yeah, Why, is, yeah is that also be, in the book which i can't and i don't remember what language was in the book but it was a similar scene but i just never understood yeah why it's not what's the dorvin word for friend hmm that, was, that, that yeah, is an interesting point yeah. yeah that's that's always bugged me and yeah never trust an elf that's, that's a good point yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why would why unless maybe that was part of it you know they were just well, like no one will expect it to be elven no one will expect it to be elven why yeah i mean i just i'm trying to remember back to like the hobbit and like Weren't they on good terms with the elves? Like, that group of dwarves were on good terms with the elves back 
Yeah, back in the Hobbits era, yeah. yeah. So, and it but, might have been, that door may have been made by the elves, so. Yeah, because I don't think doors really have the power to make magic like that, like a magic door, I, I, I don't they, think. I think they do, but I don't know. I don't know, I've never seen a, a dwarf mage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've never played D&D, my friend. <laughs> I've played D&D, I've just never ran into a dwarf mage. Oh, well, they're, they exist. You're not cultured enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the one thing that um, I really started to notice as the movie went on, Frodo gets into a lot of situations where it seems like he's going to die or he practically does die. <laughs> yeah. Um, it all he starts never... with, like, the Nazgul, you know, where they stand with yeah. a sword, and then the octopus monster, you know, grabs him and only him, and then, you know... <laughs> Later on, it's the the cave troll stabbed, stabs yeah, him. The, cave troll. Yeah. the only thing he's... that I could like think of is because he's carrying the ring. The ring emanates yeah. evil. Evil is drawn to it. That would That'd be, be my guess. My biggest problem with that is even after all these things, like all the other hobbits are like, "Oh, I'm gonna learn how to fight. I'm gonna," and he's just like, "No, I'm good." <laughs> like you're the one who's in trouble. Why aren't you learning these things? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> You're not fine, Frodo. Yeah, does he actually, like... Him almost dying. Is how did that... I mean, I know he had the mithril vest on, but... Come on, well, that's like... How, that's how, how does the, that stop a troll sword or spear, hey, you know? It's super strong. It, yeah, I mean, it knocked the air out of him, but it didn't pierce... It couldn't pierce the armor. He probably yeah. had a wicked, wicked bruise. Um, yeah. I mean, it probably just, you know movie things but it just seems like well it's magical things it's yeah lord of the rings it's a fantasy world you can't it's mithril you can't think logically about it's as hard as dragon scales can a cave troll pierce a dragon hide it cannot no it's as hard as adamantium yeah but it's light and fabricy so it still can cause bruises just like real chain mail although you can pierce through real chain mail it's not impossible um. Oh, so what was I going to say? I had a thing I wanted to say. Callus was going to say something. What were you going to Callus, say? you say your thing. I'll think. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> but another thing I wanted to bring up is the uh, the Kraken at the lake. What do you guys think of the look? I like the look of it. I thought it looked pretty good. It still holds up, and yeah, in my thought. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. fine. All visually yeah. pleasing. I also like how uh, you no, know, the the monster doesn't come until they disturb the water. So it wasn't like, uh, oh, we're here. Oh, there's a monster, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I remembered what I was going to say. Um, so also, most of their problems could have been resolved or not happen if they had just never brought Mary and Pippin. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Mary and Pippin, <laughs> it, um, they, uh, they volunteered, so, you yeah. know. Well, uh, he foreshadows that, uh, when he's like, "Oh, our campering stupid" or something like yeah. that. Yeah, both of them do. Both yeah. of them do stupid stuff throughout the whole movie. Obviously, yeah, I know by the last movie they get smarter and actually, you know, know the world a little bit, so they're not as naive and stupid about everything. But yeah, I think they meant to do that for like foreshadowing purposes and all that. Well, it's care. It's character growth it's character throughout growth. the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah. I also like how Boromir and Merry and Pippin kind of form like a, a slight bond, right? Yeah. And um, at the end, Boromir dies trying to defend them. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah I agree. Very good. Nice touch. A lot of good writing in this, uh, and a lot of 
know, hints and a lot of, because Gandalf knew that, you know, the Mines of Moria, you know, were not a good place to be, and but that's yeah. why he kept trying to avoid it, and then Saruman like forced that. his hand. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Although I think they could have, like, it looked like the storm was dying down after they got buried by the avalanche. It's like, no, we could go on, continue. Yeah, well, you never know. Uh, Saruman could have continued. Yeah, no, he, he probably would have kept going. But I just like how he just, like, stops after that, after they go in the mines. Like, I know he said, like, yeah, I'll let the mines do know its work, but... It's like, well, I mean, yeah, he, he obviously knew that they were... The Saruman obviously knew that the mines were even like he even says in in, in a line he's like well the mines yeah. are more dangerous than any other pathway so yeah, you're either going to try and you know fight you know fight the wind weather with me controlling it or you know you're going to venture through this area that i can't do anything in but there's other things at work yeah. that can slow you down the, the dwarfs dug too greedily and dug too deep yeah oh so i, I saw i thought the orcs like inside the mines were sent by saruman no, they they lived. Now they're just there. They yeah. they took they took over the mines after you know they killed the dwarves. Yeah, guess Cal's never seen the Hobbit. No. Well, he was he wasn't on the he cut him some slack. He wasn't on the podcast back in those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I only um, saw like the first two Hobbit movies. They weren't great. <laughs> no, well, those, the first two are really the only ones that you need to watch because the third one is absolute garbage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the second one's pretty garbage too well i i thought the second one at least smaug was done pretty well smaug doesn't really show up much until the third one but he well, he's that, in the beginning he has the whole the interaction one. with uh bilbo yeah in, in the mo- like that the, that is a good scene there's just uh, peter jackson just decided like what if everything hold on was we're going too off we're going we're going yeah, too off topic i mean it's similar but legally i think if you want to know more about our thoughts on the hobbit uh there's an episode back in the day <laughs> wait did we watch it i thought we watched the anime we watched hobbit. the animated one but we talked a lot about the the uh, oh, okay the peter, the peter jackson, jackson one, one. Okay. I... And so one of us recommends it on here. <laughs> I'd watch. I'd watch the first one in that trilogy again. I think that's still that's true. Still, the first you don't one want to see the Battle of the Five Armies. <laughs> I thought it was right, back to back to um, <laughs> um, Lord of the or the Fellowship. So I do Let's know go. since this movie's been around for twenty years or twenty one years now almost. Um, there, there's a lot of memes about this movie. Yeah. Um, and anytime one of those scenes came up. That like has been turned into a meme. Like immediately, just was like, ah, I, I'm yeah. This meme. I had the meme. same, the same exact thought. I was like noticing like so many memes. I was like, oh, there's that scene, and oh, there's that other meme. <laughs> yeah, there was especially with Gandalf. Mm. Gandalf, Gladrail, um, Boromir. Boromir, yeah, yeah Boromir. They all have, they all have so many memes. One does and... not simply. Etc. Whatever the rest yeah, of the quote is. <laughs> Except for they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that, that's that was spoilers. Like... That's... <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, for a 21-year-old movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was the plan. Is like, well, okay, well, we don't walk into mortar, but we're going to. <laughs> well, they're going to try. Yeah. 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 I, um... <clears throat> Well, if we could talk a little bit more about like a specific scene, I think the scene where they they form like that counts the council there, the secret meeting. I think that's a really well done scene, and you can tell like 
the ring is like manipulating people to be angry at each other. Like, cause all of a sudden it kind of just explodes at the end there until Frodo speaks up. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's gotta be something with hobbits are able to resist the ring a little bit more than, than regular humans, even though Frodo still obviously is, uh, you know, he, it's just, it takes longer. I mean, we yeah. saw Bilbo effects. Yeah, Bilbo had it for sixty years. Golem was, you know, was technically spoilers. <laughs> well, well, Golem was a Hobbit-ish, yeah, like yeah. an ancestor to the Hobbits. Well, he, he I think he's just, he was a Hobbit because um, I remember okay. in the third movie, it's like it starts off with like his backstory, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that whole council scene is is really well scripted too. Like I, I like how everything kind of comes together, and then also um, when they like they have all these like random older characters, you know, older <laughs> older men being characters, and you can kind of see like Legolas is a shining example of you know you can kind of tell who's going to be in the fellowship before they actually join the fellowship like, <laughs> right <laughs> they, they do like these big like you know legolas shows up and he's got like the sun behind him and he does like the the smoldering <laughs> stare and gimli yeah. is there and yeah <laughs> well, they, can... just, they assume most of the people who saw this you know or yeah who saw this had read the book you know they were hoping to get others but that was that, that was fan service for the books yeah, maybe it was, but or yeah, it was. Say. That was that was very obvious to me. Like, even though I already knew who was going to be in the fellowship, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, they they really uh, they really made these other background characters look way too old and disheveled to actually go mm-hmm. on a quest with this group. Yeah, and no one else, and, and none of them like, are saying anything. So that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one else contributed. Yeah, no one else yeah. wanted to do it. I guess. Yeah. Well, my thing. Another thing is so. Hobbits, they've shown that they kind of resist this ring. And they're just like, Frodo, you have to do it. And I know it's going to corrupt you slowly, but it's like, what if what if we let it, like, every few days, you know, goes to a different Hobbit? Kind of what they did in Harry Potter and the Horcrux, I guess. You know, take turns with the ring. And that way it lasts longer, and then they get to the mountain, and no one wants to suddenly go, no, I must keep it. Spoilers. I guess the only the only thing I can think of uh, to counter that would be like, well, now you have four hobbits who are all getting obsessed with the ring. Yeah. Eventually, by the end of it, four of them would be stabbing each other to claim it, you know, something like that. Maybe. And I guess also Frodo wouldn't want, you know, that same fate brought upon anyone else, you know, any of his friends. It's his uh, weight to bear. It is his weight to bear. And you can see that, like, his that character development and it's great character development for everyone in this movie you know how he he started to realize all right it's my duty i have to do it and that's when you know he starts going off and running off by himself yeah yeah and in the span of three or so hours they really do develop every single character um <clears throat> you know uh, whether i mean some of them like legolas and gimli i think get a lot more development as the movies go on but you know you do definitely feel for boromir you know aragon's story you know, a bunch of the different elf characters, you know, all the all the main characters have gotten like a fleshed out story. And they've also gone through some character changes already in like this span of three hours for the movie time, movie time. Yeah. Yeah. Like how many Lurks, different characters? How many Lurks different characters biggest... did? Uh... <laughs> Go ahead. What? No, no. I was, it was a joke. Lurts, the, the commander of the Urks. 
right. No one even knew who that was until <laughs> I honestly didn't even know who that was until I played uh, the Battle for Middle Earth games. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is um, oh damn, what was I gonna say? <laughs> oh, you got lurks on your mind now. Something about characters. How many? Oh yeah, no, I was I was gonna say like how many different characters did Frodo try to hand off the ring to? I think I mean, um, it was only like Gan Gandalf, Bor um, Gandalf, well, Aragorn. Aragorn. The Elf. Boromir tried to Gladriel. take it. Yeah, yeah Glad so like tried three. to take it. And then, uh, tried to hand it off to the Elf Witch. Oh, I forgot her name. We, that was Gladriel. That was Gladriel. Gladriel. Yeah. So yeah. Did, did he three. try to give it to her? I thought yes. she was just getting yeah. angry at him. No, because no. he held out the ring and in his mind he was thinking to her, you know, what yeah. if I just gave it to you? Blah, blah, blah. And that's when she had that vision of her future with the ring, right? That's what I, I as, guessed it was, as right? The evil, as evil. Yeah. yeah. And she then, guessed. then she was able to break free of it, and that's when she's like, "I passed. <laughs> I can that's leave this test. place." <laughs> that was a good scene too. I enjoyed that scene. Those a lot of—I uh, don't want to say jump scares, but like yeah. <laughs> scenes that are like, "Oh shoot!" Like when uh. There's like uh, two at the beginning of the movie, like with the firework. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then the eye of Sauron, the first time you, Frodo sees it. Yeah, well, Gand uh, Gandalf sees it. I apologize. No, Gandalf, Gandalf sees it. Yeah. Like that, that was that one made me jump. I was like, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> when, when he goes and, crazy uh, for the ring. Yeah. And, and when, when uh, Rizzo. what's the Bilbo? Not Bilbo. Is it Bilbo? Yeah. Um, like goes for the ring again and he like yells. He's like, ah! And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, jeez. Cool. Yeah, so many yeah. scary images. Like when I was the first time I watched it, I, I, I definitely got scared myself a few times. Definitely uh, not for kids. Yeah. Well, I That's mean, we watched, we watched it when we were kids, but we were more <laughs> focused on like the fighting scenes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, what do you guys think of the Minds of Moria fighting scene? Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I love that sequence. Yeah, a lot of um, cool stuff. I think the yeah. Minds of Moria in general, like the, it's like the best part of the movie in my opinion. Like, I, I actually, you know what? From like the, from the entrance yeah. of Minds of Moria until like the end of the movie, that's when it like really hits its stride, and there's yeah. just so much going on. I like the whole movie in general. Don't get me wrong, but that Minds of Moria section, everything just happens so like everything's written so well. Uh, the action, mm -hmm. you know, with the cave troll and the and the goblins pouring in, like it's an intense moment. You know, you, 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 I, 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 yeah, I, I like the whole sequence of events pretty much from like that point in the movie onward, like especially. Yeah, yeah. I do agree with that. All right, that, that uh, Balrog, man, I love the design of the Balrog. Yeah. So the fucking Balrog, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Balrog. But also like the dialogue too. Like, I think through the whole movie, it's very, very strong. But in the minds, like. I just love how, you know, Gandalf's sitting there on the rock and Frodo, and he's having, like, a back and forth with Frodo, and Frodo reveals, like, ah, you know, he's he's not sure if he's strong enough to, to keep going on. And there's a lot yeah. of, like, really memorable lines in the movie that, I, I mean, it's just like, uh, of course, it was probably, you know, J.R.R. Tolkien's voice, but, he, you know, hearing Gandalf speak the words to Frodo were, was pretty cool. Yeah. I I like that line, you know, the whole so do everyone who are born to such times. I do also like that it's repeated again as Frodo's about to leave, and my first thought was, God, this movie's so long, they have to be like, hey, remember that thing he said a few hours ago? 
Well, yeah, yeah. The way I see it is like Frodo's remembering it. So I know, I know. No, and I was okay. I just it just made me laugh thinking about it that way. Uh, Which, like I said, I know it's not like it was important, but yeah, I think ahead to like you know, Two Towers is the next movie in the series, of course. And I think ahead to like that that part where Merry and Pippin are talking the Treebeard, and just how that breaks up the action so much. It's just these long conversations that go on for like five, ten minutes. And you think to this movie and, you know, just thinking of the Minds of Moria section, which is probably like a full like 30, so 40 minutes of the movie is just when they're in the Minds of Moria. And it just goes by so quickly. Maybe it's more like 30 minutes, I should say. But that just goes by so quickly. And then the rest of the movie also starts to go by a lot quicker because they don't have like a huge slowdown in between the more fast paced parts of, of the movie. So I think this one flows. I, I mean, I haven't seen the other two movies in a while don't get me wrong, but this one flows pretty well, especially towards that middle point. Yeah. Has anyone here seen uh, the extended versions of these movies? Yes, I've seen them many times. I own them. I wow. yeah, I ended up watching it because the the, uh, the extended versions are on HBO Max. Yeah. So are the originals, so though. That's where I watched it. Yeah, the originals yeah, they're all the there. extended cut. I know we all decided yeah. we're going to do the theatricals, but I, did, I was like, you know what? I, I could use an, a few extra scenes in there, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like a whole, a whole another extra hour, isn't it? Yeah. No, I mean, almost. it's not an hour. It's a, it was like 10, 20 minutes at most. No, it's oh, that's it's a... uh, that's like fifty oh, an extra fifty minutes. I thought. No, yeah. on HBO Max, it said it was like a three hours and fifteen, and the regular version was two and fi- two hours fifty eight. Oh, okay, I think it's the other two that get way longer, but I don't know. Maybe. I think I, I was I, thinking I, while watching this that Peter Jackson should release a de extended version where he just cuts out. Some scenes makes it, you know, a little bit shorter. Um, yeah, so... we... No, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, looking, up, to... I'm looking up uh, how long. No. So was, uh, the Fellowship of the Ring, theat- the theatrical version is 178 minutes and the extended cut is 208 minutes. So that's plus credits plus credits. It's 228 minutes. Sorry. So it's 208 minutes extended 228 with credits. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it, you know, it added uh, it has like. What, thirty minutes or so? Yeah. Still, I didn't. I like. I still didn't feel the runtime from that halfway point onward. It was. It was even with the extended version. It was like, wow, I can't believe that it's working this well. Yeah, the the extended versions are something that I've definitely uh, been interested in a long time, but I just I just never. never no, I've never seen the extended ones. Uh, the extended ones, I like, actually. If you're a, a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, you're going to love the extended version. Well, they it explains some things a little better than, you know, there's that were too long that so they cut them out. Like yeah. they're not super super like important, but there are a few, especially I remember right in the third third one or fourth one or third one or second one, like there's some scenes in there that it you definitely it gives you way more context to what's going on. I think it was the third because it was with Sauron or Saruman. But yeah, you should watch them. They're all on HBO. I Max. definitely, I definitely will. Yeah, one day, one of these days. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Like I said, especially if you're like a huge fan of Lord of the Rings and you know, like, it, it gives a lot of like taste. It gives a lot more context to some scenes. It adds a few things in there that are fun. Um, it uh, you know more you know <laughs> more lore is you know in a, a lot of ways more lore can sometimes muddy things up. But in the case for Lord of the Rings, it actually helps with a lot of 
different yeah. questions you might have for it. <laughs> yeah. Good. But, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, watching the extended cut, I didn't really feel the that runtime, especially. I, I think that the beginning of the movie, obviously, it's setting up a lot of stuff. I, I enjoy the whole scene with the Shire after they get out of the shower, Shire when they're getting chased by the ring race. That's also pretty cool. But then there is a bit of a slowdown in the movie after that initial uh, action where, you know, Erwin's running to Rivendell. There's a bit of a slowdown there for a little while. And they're walking around. They're hiding from crows. And once they get back on you know, once they get back to, you know, the, the the mines and stuff like that, it does, like, just zip by, for me at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they got to walk, man. They got to walk. And you got to show that walking because you got to know yeah. that it's a real journey, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I'm, you got to show, like, those sweeping vistas that they do, like, while they're walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the beautiful scenery. I don't know if any of you have ever seen... Um, so that he's a guy on like TikTok slash YouTube. I don't know, but he, he like makes funny songs. Um, and he has one about Lord of the Rings where it's like Tolkien explaining the trilogy. And basically the lyrics are, and they walked, they walk, <laughs> walk, walk, walk. And it's like, and I was watching this. I'm like, yeah, that, that is accurate. It's, it's a pretty damn funny video. So if you haven't seen it, you should find it. Speaking of songs, uh, did anyone see the uh, the song that Colbert recently put out celebrating the 20th anniversary? I did not. No. No, no it's, I know he's it's a like big Lord of the Rings guy though. Yeah, so basically he did like a, a Lord of the Rings rap, and he involves like all the main actors, and they also had like a part in in the rap. It's uh, nice. it's pretty pretty good. Oh, actually, I, I remember hearing about it, but like not actually hearing the song or anything. But yeah, I, mean, I, I do remember. The song's not great, but the video is <laughs> great. I mean, it's amazing considering like all the different people they they you know yeah. they put in there. Hmm. Music was good too in the movie. You know. What'd you say? The music was good, or the instrumental. Oh yeah, the, uh, oh, the yeah. orchestral score in there. Um, yeah, that's one of the most memorable parts of the. You know, it's yeah. kind of like the themes for Star Wars. They they stick with you. Yeah, that's a and really when, good like, soundtrack. The, and when like the chorus system, like in the really epic moments, it, it really yeah. brings it out. Yeah, I really, I really like the soundtrack for the second movie too. Um, I know we're, we're just talking about soundtracks. I just remember that one being more the most memorable of all the three movies. But they were all they're all really good, and I enjoy the the soundtracks to them all. Yeah, I love the uh, theme for Isengard. That bam, 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 bam. That's always yeah. been my favorite um, yeah. theme from the. That is the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> it. That's in this one. So, you know, maybe maybe the maybe the score is a little bit better than you thought, huh? Well, no, I said it's good here, but no, because like the one for in the second movie like throws violins into it and stuff, and it's just not Isengard. Um, sorry, no, I'm thinking of the ho- rohan which we haven't even seen yet so well yeah 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 but yeah i mean yeah they yeah i don't remember who composed this one it uh, i think but... it's um crap i knew i used to know i think i owned the the soundtracks at one point and i guess i still do they're just on itunes and but who uses itunes anymore <laughs> <laughs> no I, I used to when i played trumpet back in the day i, I had the whole book of the you know greatest hits of star um uh, of uh, lord of the rings to play and there was a lot I mean, there, there's a lot of great 
great music in there. You know, it it's like I said, it's one of the reasons. Well, I guess I didn't say this, but it's one of those reasons why like the fantasy element is like elevated in it because the music really puts you into the world along with the visuals and the actors. Howard Shore. The, that yeah, was. Howard Shore. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I, I guess um, we forgot to talk about this in like the cast for this movie is is pretty perfect. Uh, they they had like the, like Ian McKellen as Gandalf. I mean Elijah Wood. I mean everyone is just such a perfect fit for the roles and the acting is is really good. Agreed. Yeah. Um, no complaints. Yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think if there's any character that I go. I wish they got someone else, but there there isn't. No. I think they nailed it. Yeah, every every yeah. character is great. They, I mean, they blew it out of the water. Huh? The only like, I guess you could say, don't say Bilbo. It. Oh, um, you said no. it. No, <laughs> don't. Bilbo was not a bad cast. Yeah, what? No, right. he, he was. I'll, I'll let you. I, I'll let you explain yourself. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's like Ian Holmes. That's who it is, right? Yes. Rest yeah. in peace. Yes, he did a great job, and I think he makes a good old man Bilbo. But I do like um, what's his face, who they got Bilbo to play in the the Hobbit movies. That's like the one good thing about those movies. Oh, yeah, he's he's pretty good. Oh, so um, your complaint isn't even about the the, the the movie we're talking about? No, no, no. I'm just it'd been it would have been cool to if they'd gotten Martin Freeman. No, yes, Martin Freeman is that his name? I can't remember now. Um, I think so. Yeah, I was like, I know it's Martin something. So. But yes, Martin I think he was a great cast for young Bilbo, and it just it, it wouldn't. I mean, obviously they didn't know they were going to do the Hobbit movies, but um, and obviously they couldn't get Ian Holmes back for the Hobbit movies, so maybe they'll do a remaster of the of the, <laughs> the new trilogy, and they'll edit in. <laughs> no, the same I don't want. I don't want. I don't want them to do that. I'm not even going to no, speak that into take existence. That back. Take that back now. <laughs> Um, it's not George Lucas. It it probably won't happen. No, I I don't. Yeah, yeah. George George, Georgie boy. Uh, yeah, he, he goes a little bit too far with that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 there's that new um t uh, show for the Lord of the Rings coming out. Yeah, um, it's like a prequel though. Yeah, it's some sort of prequel. Uh, it's obviously I don't oh. think Peter Jackson is like a, a part of it. At no, all. no, it's Amazon is doing it. Yeah. It looks boring. <laughs> a prequel. Really? I haven't seen anything for it, but I'm just I'm just upset because I'm like, the Hobbit stuff did so bad. Do we need more Lord of the Rings? Like the you guys nailed it the first time with these you know these movies. We don't need more. <laughs> and it's because of it. My the second season of Will of Time is also being uh, postponed release and i'm just like ah. i'd rather watch will of time than another shitty lord of the rings you know they're gonna eventually remake these movies oh yeah, yeah. will they i don't you know it's it's hard to say maybe uh, there might oh, be i could see him doing more, it more than like not anytime soon but i could see him doing it um eventually you know hollywood yeah, because that's just Hollywood. If, that's like, how they operate. They could redo like the Hobbit, like just make a Hobbit movie that's not a trilogy. I mean, just make a, a single one, yeah. Just a single yeah, movie. I, I think good. that that would work out. But yeah. they don't. They don't need to redo this trilogy. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe touch up the effects here or there. Put out like a remastered you, version so like that. Did you Did you know you actually can find online people who fan edits of the Hobbit trilogy down to one movie? 
Oh, yeah, interesting. I, I, yeah, I think we mentioned that back in the original yeah, episode. I think, I think we did. Um, but either way, I need to find one of those because I was like, yeah, because the casting wasn't horrible for that movie. It was just all the plump and weird. Anyways, again, we're back on this we, topic. We've talked about it before. <laughs> so uh, let's get back to the fellowship here. Um, the one thing I mean, I know we talked about the CG and green screen a little bit, but how about those practical effects, especially on the close-ups of the goblins and the orcs and the urukai? Yeah, they did an amazing job with the with the makeup and stuff. That would yeah. be my next uh, topic, and my uh, biggest point is, uh, you know, when the the orcs with the eyes, and then alerts uh, when we first see alerts. Oh man, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, you and could tell you could... miniatures. Well, I was well. going to say, you could tell, yeah. like, Lurtz was having trouble moving in his costume a little bit, um, yeah. especially when he was, like, choking out the one work. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, it, it worked well from, like, an aesthetic point of view. I, I, you yeah. kind of understand now why, like, he wasn't doing much throughout most of the movie because, you know, it looked like he was a little bit awkward in, in, in the outfit. Uh, he wasn't moving around like you think he, he would. Yeah. But like so that scene where it comes down and they're um, getting alerts out of the goo or whatever. The pit. So out of the that, goo. <laughs> that whole panning of the camera and stuff, that's that's a miniature. Yeah, yeah. I know that. That 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 yeah. Like some of the some of the a lot of the characters moving stuff, those are CG or even or just like people on a green screen then that were put in, you know, put in place on the miniature. But yeah, that miniature is just amazing. <laughs> Yeah, they they use um more in the second movie with like the trees attacking Isengard and stuff. But oh yeah, and, and Helm's Deep, of course. Helm Helm's Deep, yeah. But it, you know, I, I always I always love when pe- when when make you movie makers use miniatures. Like the Star Wars original trilogy was a lot of miniatures done there yeah. with like the Death Star and stuff, and and this one has a few here and there for it. Um, I think it makes things because it make you know like let's say you're destroying a building like you know remember in Tremors when the Tremor was like you know, digging around the city, you could tell yeah. it was a miniature and it looked a lot. I, I think it looked better than if they had made like a CG building and made the CG building fall over, you know, cause right. it's, it's more realistic cause you actually have gravity and physics affecting that miniature instead of, you know, computer generated physics. Yeah. I saw an interview. I think it was with Seth Rogen, um, but he was talking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, him and his laugh. Oh, but, laugh. <laughs> but he was talking about how like it's student, like, more directors and stuff they want to use miniatures they like it looks better and but for some reason studio execs are just like no it doesn't no one likes miniatures and then maybe they force them to use cgi well yeah, yeah that's that's the corporate world of hollywood yeah. sneaking in they're but, trying to cut corners yeah but Plus, it probably I mean, it probably, probably costs more like think about the sonic movie and, and how they had to redo sonic in the entire movie allegedly yeah. you know we don't know if that was their plan all along allegedly i'll say um think of how much money they wasted there you know and think yeah. of how many scenes in like star wars the newer star wars trilogy or you know even like indiana jones and the crystal skull where like it's all cg like think think of how much money they probably would have saved if they had just made one take miniature you know roll the film boom it's done like it, i yeah. think like they're you know they're, they're always like all oh, right we, we'll save money by using cg but then it's like no you're not really i mean <laughs> no but yeah apparently that's just hollywood the execs are just like that i guess we're just like no 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 cg it looks better it's advanced <laughs> so it's got to look better 
It's like, no, old school can look better. Yeah, I mean, even when, like, like they de-age people in, like, uh, movies, I, it just doesn't look right, you know. And, you know, just, like, I, mean, I think we, we talked about this in Rogue One where they, like, Grand Moff Tarkin was, like, completely remade because, of course, the actor had passed away. So they, like, digitally reconstructed his face onto someone else's body. It's just, like, it just looks weird, and it just doesn't seem right, you know? It, it's like it's like if in the in in these Lord of the Rings movies, let's let's say in the third movie, Saruman was supposed to have a bigger role, but Christopher um, Lee had passed away before Return of the King. Like, that would have been so weird to just see him digitally edited in, you know? Like Yeah. And they, I don't know if they would have, just because where we were technology. Or think about when they were making The Hobbit. Right, and they oh, had... they would have for the Hobbit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they would have, that would <laughs> everything was CGI in the Hobbit, which is why the orcs didn't look as good. Well, and it's also like all the rooms were also green screens too. Like the like you you see Christopher Lee and 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 Ian McKellen in the in Saruman's Tower in the Fellowship of the Ring, and that looks amazing because it's all there. Yeah. And then you look at the same scene in the Hobbit movie. And it's like in the special features, it's all green screen around uh, around Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen. It's like this is so weird. Like, think of like from the actor's perspective. Like that's got to be so disheartening to go from walking on a set that actually has every little detail that they want to put in the movie to, ah, eh, we'll add it in post. You know, pretend yeah. pretend you're walking around the you know blah blah blah. It's like why why do this? <laughs> like, well, I know. Ian McKellen like had a breakdown filming Lord of the Rings just because of all the perspective stuff. He wasn't acting with anybody. He was like always <laughs> off on his, you know, on his own and stuff. It might have been, maybe it was the Hobbit, but I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Lord of the Rings, but yeah, he kind of had a breakdown cause he wasn't, wasn't acting with anybody. And he just was like, I missed acting with people. That sounds, that sounds like more of a Hobbit thing. Yeah. And like I said, it might have been. I can't remember. Which I think it was. It was. But... I think I remember that clip. I think it was in The Hobbit. Because in The Fellowship of the Ring and in these movies, I mean, it was just like they were in the same room, you know, like he was there for most, you know, mostly all the shots, except for those perspective shots where, you know, Bilbo is actually farther away than he actually was. But yeah, that 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 sounds like uh, something from the, the, the Hobbit trilogy. Which yeah. is more, yeah, which is understandable because yeah. he actually wasn't talking to a lot. Like a lot of those, you know, a lot of those characters were kind of like CG'd in, or you know, yeah. It, yeah. Like I, I would definitely, you can tell it takes a toll. Especially you think back to the prequels as well. Like all that's pretty much just like digital effects. You have you have um, Obi Wan Kenobi talking to nothing. You know, Ian McGregor is talking to nothing in Cam- Like all of Camino is just CG. You know. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's got to take a toll on actors. So that's why when you look back at this original fellowship of the ring movie you just gotta have you just kind of stare in awe because it's like everything that they're walking through is actually there for the most part there are a few things that are digital in like we talked about before but for the most part everything is practical they use on set locations like the whole forest scene like they they put a lot of those ruins there or a lot of those ruins were already pre-existing there that they used except for like the giant head you know and and some some other things but there were a lot of ruins that were already there that they utilized for the movie itself Yeah, and they actually um funny story on um, uh, I think it was like a thousand ways to die. There was one where this Viking king had died on the steps of like his kingdom, and they actually used the same um uh, forest area as the Lord of the Rings. So 
I, I recognize that from when Frodo's walking up the staircase with you know Boromir's there. That's actually where they shot that same scene. I'm pretty sure. Huh. Didn't know that. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I figured most of the ruins were just set pieces or matte paintings. Yeah, everything hmm. that was like kind of like structure wise, like the stairs, um, that like <laughs> that thing that. Frodo falls off of what the like. Yeah. I think the statue on top of it was put in there, but I think the ruins themselves were were pre-existing. And of course, like I said before, like there's the giant head that's like laying on the ground. That's that's. I think that's added in post as well. But you gotta love the. I mean, Peter Jackson is a huge nerd. Yeah. Um, and he 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 put every little detail he could in there, and he tried to recreate every set like everything that you know. He tried to make everything as real as possible, and you gotta appreciate him for that. At least in the original trilogy. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but also, like, didn't they film all three movies at the same time? Yes. Yeah, they were, like, kind of, like, right after one another. That's That must have been such a gargantuan effort. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which part, that might be part of why The Hobbit, like, has some of these issues, is because, you know, maybe the, the studios were just like, look, we want you to do The Hobbit movie, but we don't want you to do what you did for Lord of the Rings. Like, that was just too much. You know, <laughs> cut it back some. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Is it well, just uh, me? Last okay. thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> is it just me? Or like, did uh, watching this movie give anyone else like the urge to play a Lord of the Rings video game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually uh, <laughs> wanted to play Battle for Middle Earth today, which is uh, that uh, RTS classic game. RTS classic game. Yeah. And it's the best game ever. So one of my funny is that on my list to play. Huh? <laughs> and well, like, I it didn't work on your computer. I I don't know what you're talking. I I have a whole list of games to play for stream. Uh, Battle for Middle Earth. No, I didn't say Battle for Middle Earth. Yeah, well, I was talking about okay. it. You just randomly said that, so I thought you were talking about Battle for Middle Earth. I, no, I got I got like the you know I got the Return of the King. I got two towers here. I got the Third Age, which was one of my childhood favorites um i thought you meant better for a minute anyways go ahead cows no i was just gonna say that like um about a week ago i actually before i even knew that we were gonna watch this movie i was at like a, a comic book store and you know sometimes they have like a, some video games in the you know for sale and i actually found the uh the two towers and return of the king for gamecube and i mm. got myself both of them yeah, that, so that, that that's where great. i played them back when i was a yeah. child does anyone remember yeah. the Hobbit game on the GameCube? I knew about it, but I never played it. It yeah. was a lot. It was really good. Um, obviously, it was you know it was created before the Hobbit movies and stuff, so it was very stylistic. But it followed the book really well, and it was just, it was just it was a good game. Hmm. Did anyone play the Super Nintendo Lord of the Rings Fellowship no. Fellowship I, of the Ring? I didn't even know there was one. <laughs> there was. It was long before the movie, obviously. Um, it was like a top-down Zelda-like type of adventure, but it was kind of janky. I don't know if I would recommend it. <laughs> and of course, or the newest the ones, um, the Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Shadow of Mordor, I think, is a lot better than the, the sequel to it, but they're both pretty good games. They kind of have like that Batman Arkham-style combat where you're kind of like hitting enemies in stride. Combos. Combos. And then there's the new Gollum game coming out, which I'm excited for. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, we get a remaster of uh, Conquest. That'd be cool. But I don't think. Oh, I would love Conquest. That uh, I'd love that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the battlefield style one where you take over control points and stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played that on stream too. Yes, you did. All right. Any, any last opinions, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, um, watching the movie again. I, I don't think I've watched a movie since. It's got it's it's been a long time since I've watched these movies, um, but I, I just remember how obsessed I was with Lord of the Rings as a kid. I got greedy. I got greedy into into it, um, yep. and I just like Lord of the Rings was such a big part of my childhood. And going back gave me a lot of nostalgia. You know, I, I went to the basement and found like my old like plastic swords that we used to play with, and <laughs> Jeez. Oh, wow. it was just you know a lot. It was a nice walk down memory lane, and I, I just you know. It, it's it, you know it's kind of like ah my childhood you know it bundled <laughs> up in in a movie you know yeah me tearing I uh, I just said that weird <laughs> I'll tell you when I was teary eyed was when Boromir was 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 dying that was much yeah. more emotional than I remember all right yeah poor Sean Bean yeah poor Sean Bean he dies in like every single fantasy type movie that he's in not just fantasy. <laughs> Well, yeah, and and also action movies. Yeah, about ninety percent of the movies he's been in. <laughs> I mean, it's a running joke. He knows it's a joke at this point. What's the most visceral Sean Bean death? Is it is it Boromir? Mm. Or because uh, uh, he's he's one of the villains in Mission Impossible at one point, right? Or uh, James yeah, Bond? Goldeneye. No, yeah, James Bond. Goldeneye. Yeah, I wouldn't say uh, that. I mean, in Game of Thrones, he gets his head cut off. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler for the first season of a show that came out <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, uh, anyone else have anything they want to say about the movie? No, I think I'm good. Callus? I'm good. Brady? I'm good. Start us off, then, with our final All thoughts right. and rating. Alright, so Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, uh, what a nostalgia, what a classic. Um, I definitely really enjoyed uh, watching this again. I uh, I watched it more in depth, as uh, we kind of alluded to throughout the pod this podcast, as, as when I was younger. You know, I just focused you know, on the big action scenes, you know, Legolas, you know, sniping zombies, or it's not zombies, uh, <laughs> orcs from, uh, you know, miles away, just like those kind of scenes where I thought it was so cool and like the fighting scenes. And those still hold up to this to this day, and those scenes are really cool. And I think the Lurt's death was also really cool. Um, you know, his arm getting chopped off and then stabbed in the chest and then his head amputated. So I thought that was pretty cool, and they still stand up. Uh, just going back to what I was saying, uh, like the the message throughout the uh, movie was awesome. Uh, the quoting, the quotes that are used as memes, or you know, just the quotes from Gandalf and other uh, uh, characters were still memorable, and it was just cool to see it through, go through it again. The Belrog, you know, awesome. That's Yemi alluded to was really cool, and just the pacing. There were some scenes, you know, like we could have skipped, like uh, Boromir, uh, you know, messing with the sword, which I know has a future reference, but, you know, just like, eh, you know, could have kept that, you know, those kind of scenes out. I, um, I mean, that's a pretty important scene, all things considered. Yeah, yeah that's why I said in the future, like, it, you know. Well, even for the context matter. of the movie, you know, because Boromir's, you know, Aragorn's like the rightful king for Gondor, right? And, well, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, keep going. Yeah. 
we could talk about it after. Um, and then uh, now I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the ending scene was awesome, and that's, the actors were incredible, and uh, we nailed it in the coffin when we said, you know, the, it was the right actors for the movie. Uh, but all that being said, I'm gonna give this a five out of five. Mm. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I agree with most of your points. Um, I, I don't think that I think every scene kind of serves a purpose in the movie, no, even if it's a little bit slower. Um, then you know, the pace of the movie is, is pretty good. The, the actors, you know, and actresses all do phenomenal work. The sound, you know, the, the 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 score for the movie is great. The cinematography is is beautiful. Um, it holds up really, really well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know uh, what else I can say. I, you know, it's a really great movie, and it, it starts something. You know, it start you know it starts off this trilogy of movies strong, and yeah, I think if you give it anything less than a five out of five, you're crazy. All right. Um, yeah, agree with the Emmy here. Um, every scene, you know, I joked about a de-extended version, but um, every scene is important. Even even just the walking vistas. Um, acting's great. Mute score is amazing. Uh, cinematography is great. Yeah, there's little th- little things you can nitpick about here and there, um, but overall, yeah, I mean, it it's my you know. It's, 20 years ago it's my it's not quite my childhood because i was a teenager but (laughs) but still i mean i read the books in high school too and you know i was a big fan of lord of the rings so of course i'm going to give it a five out of five as well yeah i pretty much agree with everyone um i also agree with the mnt that uh the pacing i didn't mind at all it was i thought they filled in the almost three hours, like, you know, very good on like the regular, the theatrical version. And, you know, hopefully I can get around to watching the extended version someday. But uh, yeah, everything about this movie was just so enthralling, so well made. The cinematography, the music, acting, uh, just everything just comes together so well. Uh, yeah, but besides the nitpicks that we all uh, talked about in the beginning, like when the one scene that stood out to me was like when the giant cave troll was fighting them and you know the two hobbies were on his back stabbing him and then he was like shaking around that looked to me that looked very fake but even with all the different nitpicks um i agree with all of you i i I would not be able to give it anything less than a five out of five a clean sweep yeah oh there is one scene that i did want to talk about um wanting your guys opinion on when the they're making alerts and he's like in that bubble was that like cgi or was someone like actually like wrapped in there he was no, actually no. wrapped in there yeah it oh, was actually God. he was actually covered in i don't probably know probably gelatin yeah or something <laughs> imagine doing that scene oh jeez. probably had to do it a few <laughs> times you know <laughs> yep so um Callus thought he was gonna get away with something uh oh I was just thinking about that. But oh, unfortunately, yeah. I was saving it for the end of the podcast because I knew we all want we were all kind of, you know, wanting to talk about <laughs> the Fellowship of the Ring, but Callus uh you uh give us your thoughts on Roger Rabbit. Um obviously uh, you weren't here for the last episode, so, you know, just yeah. fill us in a little bit, you know. 
Sure. Well, first of all, um, I enjoyed the, listening to that episode without me. I'm very sad that I missed talking to Odom. But, yeah, I stand by the, uh, the 4 out of 5 that I gave it. Uh, because I know that I said that it's rough around the edges, but I guess what I meant to say is like a little bit rough, rough around the edges, you know? Like, with some of the things that you guys pointed out with, you know, when the, the characters are kind of far away, kind of looks, uh, you know, a little bit janky. And, um, like, the whole scene in Toontown, I don't know why, but, like, I just... That entire scene didn't really sit all that well with me. I think it was just, like, like a little bit too much. But, uh, you know, I did enjoy it, and I guess I'm also I'm not really nostalgic for it, because, you know, when I was a kid, I did have the NES game, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I had no idea that it was a movie until, like, much, much later. <laughs> I looked up that game after the uh, podcast, and... Whew! If, yeah, if, if you want to talk, talk about something that's rough like that, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I could never figure out how to play it either. It was so confusing. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's my thoughts on on that movie. All right, all right. Well, um, Tay, you have a movie recommendation for us. I do I do? So get prepared to continue the nostalgia road or whatever, nostalgia trip. Um, I'm gonna make us watch the Two Towers. There we go. All right. <laughs> uh, so supposing best action scene ever in the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember liking. I remember liking Two Towers more than Fellowship, so we'll see if that still stands up. But I remember watching the the Two Towers, and I was like, "Wait, if if this is Two Towers, then what's gonna happen in the third movie? Like, this was already like so epic." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got it's got it's got a lot more Christopher Lee. It's got a lot more Gollum. You know, there there's yeah. like those characters kind of start to shine in this movie. Um. Oh, uh, go ahead and do the uh the spiel. Oh. Um, so Peter Jackson directing same cast as we had for the last movie. <laughs> yeah, John, Sean Bean. Nope, Diego not Mortensen. Sean Bean. <laughs> He's the only oh, one. Yeah, right. Sean well, no, Bean's like the only one who's not <laughs> in this did. one. <laughs> he did. I think there's a flashback with him, but that might be in the third movie. That's in the third. Or maybe in extended. I don't remember. But you're right. Uh, Viggo Mortensen. Uh, Frodo is Elijah Wood, uh, Orlando Bloom. I'm doing this all from memory. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Ian McKellen, you know, the same cast as this movie that we just talked about for an hour and a half. What about a quick plot description from memory? Uh, from memory, it's um, so our fellowship has broken. Um, Aragorn, uh, or I was about to say Orlando Bloom, but Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli are off to chase uh, orcs to get Merry and Pippin back, while Frodo and Sam head off to Mordor, where they meet Gollum. And then there's I some had battles. to mute my mic just now because <laughs> I was like drinking water and then I started like laugh coughing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, and then there's some battles at a place called Helm's Deep. They gotta defend it or something. Yep. It's it's good. Watch it. <laughs> I mean, you guys are going to watch it. So. Yeah. And it's on um, HBO, HBO, like Max. we said. It's it yeah, pretty much HBO both Max. versions are on there. Um, this one came out in two thousand two. Yeah, a year later. It was yeah. a rough year. I remember when Fellowship of the Ring ended. The way it ended, I was like, "Wait, that that's where you're ending it?" Yeah, yeah. I was so mad. <laughs> and I actually did want to mention that, like, like 
not knowing seeing the other movies imagine just like seeing this one and just being like oh my god i gotta see the others and having right. to wait well, a year yeah. i'll yeah. say my my mom when she saw it she hated it because she didn't realize it was a trilogy she was like what uh, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> um yeah it, yeah it does end at like a really jarring place you know yeah and yeah. i almost i almost docked it its score because of its ending because it is a little jarring but <laughs> it does flow well when you actually see all the movies. So I didn't. It's like an Empire Strikes Back type of ending. Yeah. But well, it's weird because it's the first movie and not like the second movie. You're like, oh, okay. There's well, going to be a third. I, yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty much two short movies combined. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, but if you, the listener, don't want to be spoiled or if you want to join the conversation for The Two Towers, make sure you watch it before the next episode, which will be in two weeks from this one. And... Don't forget that the fan vote is attached to the next episode. So we'll announce the movies for that. Uh, and the voting will go up along with that episode in two weeks. All right. Um, anyone else have anything they want to mention before we end the show? I did see the Battle of Helm's Deep again. Uh, be sure to clean your ass. Yeah, <laughs> And go play some Lord of the Rings video games. <laughs> All right. Well... I am Yammy the Ferret, and I've been here with Greedy Waffles, Damation, and Just Callus. And we are Film Freaks with a Z. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye. Clean your ass. How long are we going to do this for? <laughs> Forever. Yep. It's, like, it's a new catchphrase. <laughs>